you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The Season with Peter Schrager is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. What's up, everybody? This is Peter Schrager. You're listening to The Season with Peter Schrager. I'm currently at 345 Park Avenue, which is the official NFL League headquarters. I'm joined by Aaron Wong Kaufman and Jason English, our folks from the iHeartMedia team, because we're going to do an in-studio, in-person interview with Hans Schroeder, who is the executive vice president of media distribution. Hans leads... A lot of the league's overall media strategy, and we've been talking for months, and I thought with what is an incredible TV sports, primarily NFL weekend ahead, Hans would be a great guest to have on. A little different than a coach or a GM or a celebrity like we usually have. Here's one of the decision makers at the league. Um, We're going to have Hans on in a second. In the meantime, we are currently in a conference room overlooking New York City, and Aaron, is this your first time in the league headquarters? Uh, do you feel like you've got to be on your P's and Q's here? Yeah, it's my first time here. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I uh, was told ahead of time I couldn't wear sneakers, so I had to be uh, a little more dressed up than my true? usual setup. Yeah, I'm wearing bright white sneakers. Is it because I'm celebrity talent? Yeah. Is that what it is? Oh, okay. Only one of us has been on Celebrity Jeopardy. That's it. And, okay, you know. exactly. Um, no, I'm excited to be here, and it's been a cool couple hours that we have been here and we've gotten a chance to speak with a lot of folks both off the record and then friends that I've had and I think the NFL is in a really good place right now and I'm excited for this week. We're going to have Hans on in a second to discuss primarily the creation of this Amazon Black Friday game between the Jets and the Dolphins and how it came to be. But I'd be lying, Aaron, if I'm not still a little bit hungover from what we saw last night on ESPN and ABC. Super Bowl rematch and I've got my concerns about them Kansas City Chiefs. Ooh. This is my this is my I come in here and I come here with a hat in hand and I say I have been so don't worry about it. They'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. They'll figure it out. And yes, they are 7 and 3 and they're still going to win the AFC West and don't worry about They have 26 drops. 
the most drops in the league. They have not scored a point in the second half since October 22nd. They also had Justin Watson as their leading target man last night. These are not, hey, we're figuring it out in September concerns or don't worry about it. Things will figure themselves out concerns. These are legitimately, do we have the players concerns? And they might not have the weapons. And Kelsey had a couple bad drops, a fumble and a drop last night. Furthermore, Kelsey was triple teamed. So at some point, Tony needs to step up. At some point, Watson needs to step up. And I give Mahomes credit. I was very, very keen on watching what he had to say after the game. And he would not, to a man, he would not throw those guys under the bus. Valdez Scantling drops what would have been the game-winning touchdown. It's right in his hands. He drops it. And they gave Mahomes 30 opportunities. And he's like, I underthrew him. I, I, it wasn't a great pass. Those I'm curious to see what the week is like in Kansas City because I don't know if you know, Patrick Mahomes has never played in a playoff game on the road besides Super Bowls, ever. Right now, if the playoffs were tomorrow, the Ravens would be the one seed and the Chiefs would have to go on the road and they would have to figure it out that first round and then probably be home and then have to go wherever that AFC championship game is. Maybe this is much ado about nothing, but I was a little concerned watching them and uh, the week after week after week story that they cannot get their passing game going. It's amazing that this Kansas City Chiefs, who I thought last year, you know, Tyreek's not there and they answered every single question and Sky Moore stepped up and Valdez Scantling stepped up and Juju stepped up, that this year it hasn't happened. Uh, it hasn't happened. Meanwhile, a week ago, we did a funeral on this podcast for the Buffalo Bills after their loss and how they went down to the Denver Broncos. Sure enough, week later, Aaron, Bills are right back in this thing. They're the seventh seed or the eighth seed right now, but Ken Dorsey's offense put up 32 points. They were lights out against the Jets, and suddenly you look at the Bills and you're like, all right, we're back on the Bills. This is how it goes. You're our resident Bills fan. How are you feeling about your Buffalo boys? Good. I mean, so also not Dorsey's offense. It was Brady, Joe Brady's offense that did it, and I, I mean, for them to put up that game... Still some issues, like in the beginning, you know, it was a couple field goals, and it was like, look, if they if they can only convert in the red zone with field goals, they're still not going to get through this gauntlet of a schedule. But the Shakir touchdown, like seeing him cut through the field and, and just score on something he shouldn't have. Kincaid I mean, blocking yes. his butt off. Oh, my God. And, and Kincaid, not a blocker. He's, yeah. He is a catching, receiving tight end. And for him to be doing those blocks on a day that Gabe Davis had... I think zero targets. Steph Diggs like wasn't a huge. He got part suplexed, of it. right? That yeah, was, yeah. Yes. I know. Watching him put his arms out <laughs> as he went to go get that. Um, yeah, that was that was a really nice game to watch. And I know the Jets have their issues on offense, but their defense is still incredible. Yep. And for the Bills to put up a game like that, and look, there was. I forget which game it was. Maybe it was two weeks ago or something where Josh Allen threw a touchdown and just like straight faced, you know, he, he ran up, got the ball and like went off to the sideline this Sunday, that Shakir touchdown, Josh Allen was like bursting with energy. Such joy too. the Ty Johnson touchdown, yeah. the running back. Yeah. Was in, they, he jumps into the stands. I said this, like if Joe Brady isn't Bill Walsh or whatever you expect him to be or McVay or whoever it is, at the very least, it felt like there was a joy in that building and there was an excitement and it was like a, you could feel the sigh of relief that, oh my God, we still have a chance. And they do. So Buffalo's right back in this thing. The Ravens, they win, they get hurt, they lose Andrews, but they're still rolling. But Cincinnati, that was a deafening blow. That sucked. That, that, one sucked. that Thursday night was 
That's brutal. Really tough to we watch. We hyped it up also, like on, on Good Morning Football here. Like, finally, a good Thursday night game. Finally, you get Bengals Ravens, but to lose Mark Andrews, to lose Joe Burrow. Lamar goes to the Lamar tent. Lamar goes at to one the tent. Odell comes, goes down yeah, yep. with a shoulder. That was a brutal one um, for that one. All right. One of the reasons everyone loves our uh, back and forth and our banter, Aaron, is that we don't just talk football, we talk a lot of things. Um, I saw a show you need to see. Okay. It's called Here We Are. It is a Sondheim musical slash show that is running for the next couple months over at The Shed, which is in the west side, basically by Hudson Yards in a really cool space. And it's Bobby Cannavale, David Hyde Pierce, this woman, Michaela Diamond, who's got an insane voice. Um... We talk a lot about theater, you and me. This is the only podcast that does a crossover of NFL football and theater talk. And Jason, I know your daughter's a, a thespian as well, and you love the arts. This show was tremendous. It also features possibly my favorite vocalist on Broadway right now, Amber Gray. Okay. Who uh, originated Persephone in Hadestown most okay. recently. And I, I remember hearing the recording of her on Great Comet and just being like, this this woman's voice is unreal. I mean, we've had that conversation too. Yes. With like favorite vocalist, and Amber Gray is like she's on the list. I, I, I cannot. This believe show, what she so does. it's not on Broadway, so it's kind of right. cool. It's got a cool, funky feel to it. It wasn't like the old Broadway blue hair crowd. I went in and I felt like I was like at a cool event. So Sondheim wrote this musical or started putting the piece together. I'm gonna probably botch the story. I was reading up on it afterwards. And he's working with these two other guys, and he passes away. It's the last work of Sondheim, and it had never been put together as a show. And these guys use the impetus of two films, two 70s films that are absurdist or surrealist films. And they use that inspiration with the Sondheim and they put together this show. If you're in New York, I'm telling you, you see it. it's funny as hell. It's got a bigger message, obviously. And the performances are out of this world. And I've gotten to know Cannavale a little bit. So we're texting and he's talking to me, whatever. He's like, come, you're going to love it. I did not expect him in this role. He's fantastic. And if you're a Bobby Cannavale fan, like... He's one of the greatest actors and he's a great dude and he lives in Brooklyn and he's all the stuff that I love. Um, he's fantastic in this. And guess who I'm sitting next to as I get there? I'm with my wife, I'm sitting next to one of my favorite actresses of all time. And I didn't have the courage to say a single word because I was just being a polite gentleman. Laura Linney's sitting next oh, to me. Oh, wow. You didn't see that coming. No. <laughs> and Laura Linney is cackling, laughing, loving the show. And then it turns out not only was Laura Linney there, but like several other luminaries. There. This is like... One of those deals where it's like a New York thing right now to go see this show. So here we are. I think it's on for a couple more months. If you're it's, in New York. Uh, until, uh, until January 21st. I cannot shed. suggest it enough. Go see it at the shed. Um, I'm the only podcaster slash morning show host who not only will talk to you about Marquez Valdez Scantling's drops, but in the same monologue, We'll talk about Michaela Diamond and her work in Parade and why she's so fantastic in this show. I actually thought you were about to talk about, on Saturday, we went and saw Here Lies Love on Broadway. Is that the David Byrne one? Yes. How was it? Except it closes on November 26th. So How was not it? A ton of, it was great. I was just telling Jason beforehand, it is very non-traditional in that there's a portion of the audience on the floor with stages around you, and it's like a club. It means David Byrne and Fatboy Slim. And there's a Fatboy Slim is involved. Yeah. Okay. And then the stages on the floor move and rotate. So as you're there, the show is going on and there are attendants with like air traffic controller wands 
moving you saying like, okay, you got to start moving this way because this stage is going to start rotating here. And now all of you can get up here and then you're dancing a lot. It was, it was a very like set wise, one of the most interesting shows I've seen. Um, it's, it's all about Imelda Marcos. Uh, mm-hmm. so a, a story that in many ways is, um, all uh, I know about timeless. Imelda Marcos is that she stole the shoes. Right. Yeah. Is that is that covered in this thing? <laughs> it, or no? the, the does she have an amazing not- story? All I know is that she stole shoes and the, com- the country caught her and she had stolen all these yeah. shoes. Um, it it would be too long to get into as the okay. intro for the podcast, uh, but um, a very complicated history and uh, the show is great. And I think only five more days of shows. So oh, if so. you hear this beforehand and you can get it to see it, uh, if not, the cast album is on streaming everywhere and everything. So that was a great one too. And I thought you were about to say that you I had know. just seen that too. Another here, something, something. Yeah. Um, awesome. Uh, our podcast guest is great. Hans is a longtime NFL employee who has worked in a lot of different parts of the organization. And I just think he's got a great perspective and he's got a great way about him. And he's pretty proud about what they're going to show us on Amazon on Friday. Uh, he was one of the many minds who came together and really urged to make this thing happen. Uh, I think it is pretty different. Friday NFL football. I don't have a long memory of any games on Fridays and especially on the holiday weekend. Sandwiched between the Thursday slate, which has three games, the Sunday slate, and of course the Monday slate. With no further ado, let's get to our guest. You go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it irish spring body wash and bar soap fresh green irish shop now at a store near you Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, temp to hire part time or full time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah. Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. 
Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. He's the NFL's Executive Vice President of Media Distribution. He leads the league's overall media strategy and negotiations for live game rights, manages the league's broadcast department, and he oversees the league's owned and operated media assets, which are NFL Network, NFL Digital, NFL Films. Uh, and he's also one of the architects and brains behind Friday's Black Friday Amazon game. Hans Schroeder, welcome to the season with Peter Schrager. Thanks, Peter. It's good to be here. Long time since I've seen you. No hoodie today. No so, hoodie. you know, a little disappointed in that. You, but, know, you know, we do Good Morning Football in a studio in New York, and we do it for the three other hosts. And we kind of, we don't realize that people are actually watching. So when I wear a crumpled up hoodie and I'm sitting there with a zipper on, I don't really think that the NFL League office is actually watching. I like it. You know, we're trying to get younger with our fans or whatever. <laughs> I like the hoodie. It reminds me of that. So... That's it. Uh, let's. I, last night's Monday Night Football game. We're filming. We're recording this on Tuesday morning. Like I said, this. I don't work for ESPN. I, it felt big. The broadcast felt big. Two different sideline reporters. There were 4K cameras. There was slow mo. There was drones. There was Manning cast. I, it felt like a Super Bowl preview. Did you get that feeling watching the game as well? That like, okay, the big games. We do have a tendency to put the weight of the league behind it, and these networks know that, hey, we're going to put the best product forward. Yeah, look, I think every year we go into the, the scheduling process, and you know, there's a number of great matchups, you know, a number of great stories we're trying to make sure we get surfaced. But there's always a handful of games that really rise to the top. And, and a Super Bowl rematch, I think I read somewhere, you know, surprisingly, it's only happened like nine or ten yeah, times. Yeah, only nine times. Yep. Nine times, I think I was right. So... You know, we knew this was going to be a key one. And, you know, the interesting things that we've done over the last couple of years with our partners all doing such a great job, you know, and especially on the Disney side, continuing to build Monday Night Football again to use the simulcast and the reach on ABC to add the Manning cast. That's been great for us because now we really have, you know, homes for these great games across any of our packages. And we know whoever gets that game will do an unbelievable job building it, promoting it, making it feel like you said, like it's it's different. It was and awesome. It should. And so, you know, we, we allow a lot more flexibility in the scheduling process because those games can go to a number of outlets. This year, the schedules we really liked ended up showing this Philly KC rematch uh, on Monday Night Football. And so we loved it. And, and ESPN said, you know, look, if you give it to us, we'll will blow the doors out. And they did. And, you know, I was texting with Burt Magnus last night at ESPN from the game, from the field. He said, this feels like a Super Bowl. It feels really, really big. Uh, you know, Joe and Troy are awesome. The environment, KC is an environment. It's just an awesome place to see a game. And and then the game. And the all game the elements great. and the drama and sort of the back and forth. Like, you know, so, yeah, what a, what a way, you know, midway through the season, maybe a little bit beyond to have this tentpole. And then a tentpole that kicks into what is shaping up to be an awesome weekend of football over Thanksgiving. Let's you know, go all through throughout it. the weekend. You know, it's like, going to just be incredible. All the networks are are like diving in full bore on this, and you start off. I'll be shameless and say we start off a Good Morning Football on Thursday morning on the yes, NFL we do. Network. We're we, starting we start off, off every morning on it. Yeah, that's it. We're just setting the table. There we go. Um, and then Fox has their whole pregame Unfortunately, show. You just got to hang with Kyle for way that's too long. You too know, much. You know, it's three you know. three hours too many. No, Kyle's been great. Uh, we always it's like Kyle's a family member now because we spend. Can we every just pause for one second? I have to say this, yeah. and you know, 
Um, Jamie's great. Jason's great. Kyle is great, but really, you're the puzzle I wanted to solve. Like that—that's the line he went with. And like, he acted like I it, hope you guys pulled him aside. I mean, so, he was so proud of himself. Oh, so if you're not—if you're not okay, so Kyle goes on Wheel of Fortune. Vanna White is there. I think Vanna White uh, is mic'd up, but I don't think I've ever heard Vanna White really speak on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Kyle takes his shot and he says, "My wife is here." So he like couches at that and says, "Vanna, I, you're my boyhood crush, um, and you were the puzzle—the puzzle I always wanted to solve." And Sajak was hilarious. Sajak's like. Really? That's the line? And Kyle's like, I don't know, it just came to me. You know Kyle, I know Kyle. He had written that line. He flew seven hours to California. He practiced it in the mirror 16 times. He went out there, scripted, and it 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 actually was a pretty good line. <laughs> It was a really good line. A guy that likes to act like Spicoli usually has his own work done. He's right? rolling ahead, but that know. is it. He does act like Spicoli, but he has that's hours and days of planning going into that line. But you know, it's good. It was I appreciate it. it's topical too. Like, you know, the puzzle we wanted to solve this year. We can talk a little bit about Black Friday. There that's been go. a puzzle of ours too, like Perfect how we segue. roll into it or whatever. But I had to, I couldn't use this opportunity and not sort of give Kyle it was great. a hard time. It was so great. And it was funny. We were laughing so hard at home. He's the best. And in the next morning, uh, you know, I'm flipping through the New York Post and I see an article that says, NFL uh, analyst or whatever they titled him tells Vanna White she is the puzzle. He I'm like, yes, we made the post and for all the right reasons, Kyle. But but it. you know the other thing we can't before we move on can't get too far away. He misses the anchorman. I know he misses the he anchorman. Says, wow, like that has to haunt him. It Haunted. has to lose so, a little sleep over that. So I did Celebrity Jeopardy a few weeks earlier. Did you really? I did. I did and not see this. Maybe I should have done my homework more yeah, myself. I, I don't live in right. I don't live in Westchester, you guys. There's a little like circuit of uh, you guys. The, you the all the have bubble. a text I know, chain. Like, the bubble yeah, outside yeah, okay. of it where I am. Um, I did valiantly. I came in second place. I got Final Jeopardy right. It was awesome. I lost to Mira Sorvino, who is a Harvard grad, um, Mensa member, apparently. Didn't learn that until afterwards. Did great, but I got the Daily Doubles wrong. And uh, Kyle, the next day, was very complimentary. I made a lot of money for charity. We had a blast. It was good. But he kept on digging me a little bit on these Daily Doubles, these two questions. One of them was, uh, this author wrote Portnoy's Complaint. Would you know that? Who is... Put you on the spot, Philip Roth. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have it. I didn't get it. Great, fine, wrong. Kyle gets an Anchorman question, a movie quote, which is so wheelhouse for him. There are shirts. One of the ones from the canon, like you know, it's up there. Just and like that is like you know, Urban Outfitters has shirts with that boy that escalated quick, and he got it wrong. So, one hundred sixty-nine thousand dollars for charity, Kyle raised for Make a Wish. Very good. Got the question wrong. Well, you guys were both for awesome for doing that. We loved creating it. Creating a lot of good great. and a lot of fun. So uh, it was good. It was fun to watch. So back we'll, to Thanksgiving. So we'll do Good Morning Football. Then the pregame shows. Fox is actually sending their pregame show to New York, which I think is cool. So you're going to have the whole Fox pregame show in New York City live from the parade. And then we kick off and it's Fox in Detroit. Lions versus Packers. Then we have CBS Commanders versus Cowboys. And then you have the nightcap with Seahawks versus 49ers. I thought it was interesting. All three of those games have like pretty major musical acts at halftime. So it's not just football. We love our football. I feel like we're making this into broadening the horizons. I don't know if that's in, it's not brand new that we've done halftime acts, but I don't think I've ever remembered three halftime acts during the Thanksgiving games, maybe one. Look, it's such a unique day, and it's unique in a couple of ways. And, you know, taking a step back, you look at the Thanksgiving weekend, and for years across this country, it's been about friends, family, and football. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's just increased each of those variables. It's really sort of almost, you know, as important as the December holidays to many people in this country. It's a chance to get together, make families get together, get together for an extended period of time, and really enjoy being together, which I think post-pandemic – 
there's an element there that I think people are truly appreciating even more. And then what we're excited about is a football aspect that's now layering on top of that. And it's not just us. It's at all levels of football, which we love. It's celebrate. You got high school still yeah. happening. You have college. God, it's going to be a huge one in Ann Arbor yeah. at noon on Saturday, Saturday which sure. is just going to be uh, incredible, right? But, you know, you look at what it's become for the NFL where the tradition's always been there in Detroit and in Dallas and through the weekend – but it's just continued to grow. I mean, last year, what did Giants Cowboys did forty two and a half million the viewers? Most viewed like, game, regular season game, I think in history. NFL history. In yeah. history, and and so for us, you know, we just think we can build on it and fill out the weekend. And you know, before we even get to Black Friday, you just look at the Sunday slate that we've had. You have Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, mm-hmm. anchor in that one o'clock window in a pretty meaningful way. Um, Denver Cleveland's a big game. Denver now. Cleveland that was a big. I mean, there's a lot of great games throughout sprinkled throughout the day. Um, but just, you know, you look at some of those games that are really – Jacksonville-Houston. Huge. Well, let's talk about the C.J. Stroud story yeah. for a second, man. Like, and I think they beat Jacksonville the first time. So, like, that game's going to be – that game's going to be intense. And it rolls into then, you know, a couple good late afternoon games, but really Buffalo and Philly. You know, awesome. Buffalo, like, coming coming back off the heels of the wind on Sunday and really, you know, a stretch of great 425 games we have ahead of us for the next little bit, rolling into Baltimore and Chargers. I love that Baltimore Chargers game, which really Chargers needed. kind of feeling like season on the brink a little bit. Yeah. Ravens finally the one seed. So, And then you end up with the NFC North, which, you know, the Bears, you know, have had up and down a lot of injuries with fields, but you end up with a really strong black and blue division. The great story yeah. with uh, Dobbs. Uh, Dobbs in Minnesota, by the way, who should have gone to Princeton, played a football that, Princeton that originally. Right? Was there talk? Yeah, last minute switched to Tennessee. So, is that you know, right? Okay. Well, it happens to us occasionally, you know, but, you know, but uh, so it's great. So like that weekend of all these games, all this football is awesome. So how can we make it better? Yeah. How can we make it bigger? Well, right? I remember what was it? It was the Harbaugh Bowl the first time before the Super Bowl. That was the first Thanksgiving night game. And I was in that building. I covered it as as a reporter going into Baltimore and it was San Francisco. And like, that was a major deal. Like we're going to do football on Thanksgiving evening. And then that becomes now a second nature. Everyone just assumes that. Where did the Amazon Black Friday uh, idea come to be? And has this been brewing for a while? Or was this Amazon coming to the table to you being like, hey, give us the NFL. We'll also put together something and we'll kind of, we're the face of commerce. Let's put together a Black Friday game. Yeah. You know, as we went into the last cycle of deals, so sometime probably early in, in 2020, we did a lot of work starting to look at a number of different things, what an expanded season could look like you know, what type of game inventory we'd want to take back from our partners, what new windows we could build, how do we extend Thursday night, as an example, and build that into a bigger, broader window. Um, In the midst of the sort of noodling, the idea of, hey, should we look at Black Friday as a day? You Mm -hmm. know, it's become, again, such a a tentpole day on the calendar, and it's coming off now a day that the NFL just dominates on the Thursday of Thanksgiving. Is there an opportunity to fill that? College is still so strong on yeah. on Saturday. You got a bunch of high school Friday night. You have some college Friday night. You can call it Friday throughout the day, but you know, college is almost more more of their bigger games to Saturday, um, and some of those traditional rivalries aren't on Black Friday quite as much. There's an opportunity. Hey, is that something we should look at? And then we got into the deal process. We said, hey. You know, we're, we're sort of seeing and having these conversations with everybody across the table. And we started talking to Amazon, who had been our partner on the TriCast and been part of Thursday night, but not the not the primary distributor. And you started saying, well, Amazon, okay, we got the biggest commerce platform in the entire world. Black Friday, that's their biggest day of the entire year. Hmm. You know, 
these things seem like they fit pretty well together. Uh, and so in the process of that, I think, you know, a lot of conversations all the way up to, to the top sides of both organizations, but I think a lot of momentum really started to build around there. And hey, this is something that I think could be really transformational for both sides. And not just about adding another game window, um, but also how we do something unique, mm-hmm. how we create a new window, a new tent pole. How do we have a bigger impact? How do we bring more elements in? How do we change the game experience a little bit more than what a typical game is? How do we have a bigger impact, um, you know, on Thursday night for good and otherwise? And so those elements all sort of wrapped in and I think said, hey, and Amazon came to us and said, hey, we really want to do this too. And we think we can make it bigger. We think we can deliver on all those all those objectives. And so it became part of the deal and sort of part of the deal that we said, hey, you're one. We have enough to get out of the box yep, with. We have enough to, to focus get on. Get on the fairway. <laughs> and, and, and deliver against. And, you know, then we got through the end of last year and we got through around this time last year and said, hey, you know, this looks like this idea still resonates, still thinks it makes sense when we saw the results of the Cowboys Giants and strong viewership across all three games, quite frankly, uh, and said, you know, we got to the offseason this is the time. You know, we feel really good about the awesome start Amazon had last year. Um, this is a way to sort of really take that and extend it and build on it. And so pretty quickly into the offseason, realize this is going to be what we add to it. And so we're excited. And we're excited. And divisional, you know, it, it's interesting with the, the games, especially on Thursday and into Friday, they're all interesting too because they're all divisional games, <laughs> right? And those divisional teams know each other. You know, they've scouted each other. You know, in short weeks, you tend to get some of the best games from those divisional Absolutely. guys that sort of know each other a little bit better, a little bit more intimately than than maybe two other teams that are on the calendar. When you guys agree to do the Amazon Black Friday game in the second year of Amazon, you go to these league meetings and the schedule release is coming in May and the league meetings are usually in March. I know there's behind closed doors and there's also several Zooms and calls and all different networks to say, hey, if possible, here's our ranking system. Here are the games we want, if there's any way. And you guys kind of work with the networks and say, well, we're going to give ESPN that Monday night game. But then Fox, you're going to get Eagles 49ers. And CBS, don't worry, you're going to get this awesome, you know, Bills-Eagles game. Like, you, you spread the love a little bit. Where does the Friday Black Amazon on the Thanksgiving Day game and NFL kickoff and these huge Sunday night, where was that in kind of the pecking order? And was that their first pick of like, hey, that's our biggest game? Yeah, look, I, I think... You're absolutely right. We go to all partners. And, you know, one of the data points that's really helpful for us is to get our partners' perspectives on how they view the top games of the year, the games that may matter the most to them. Sometimes it's not always the most marquee game. Sometimes they just like a game better. They feel it fits better for their network, their markets, their history. Um, You know, if they've covered that game the past couple years where they just want it, right? And so clearly, you know, we thought about Black Friday in a way that was – very much at the top of the list. That mm-hmm. it's a new window. It's a window we want to make sure we put our best foot forward. We schedule a game that we think is going to be a very strong matchup. Look, you never know. We, you know, fortunately, um, as of this point in the year, we haven't flexed a game in any of our packages yet, and so maybe the crystal ball this year is a little bit better than 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 even other years where Mike North and Howard and Ani and Charlotte, the scheduling team you know, what they do for five months, you know, really from January through mid-May of of nonstop six, sometimes seven days a week, going to all the permutations of schedule. They work pretty hard to make that crystal ball shine pretty bright. Um, and this year, you know, it, it's it's proven up and we've had great stories. We've had some things we couldn't predict. And and so, 
you never know exactly how the matchup's going to play out like you think it is. Certainly this year when we went into the year, we are thinking, hey, this is the Jets with Aaron Rodgers yeah. and, and coming in against the Miami that's going to be explosive. Tariq and Tua, yeah. And there's been some turnovers. There's some changes. The Jets have gone through some ups and downs, but you know are still in the playoff hunt, still fighting for it. Now going to have a new quarterback this week. You know, you get the Dolphins, you know, with a chance to sort of continue to beat some teams that are maybe perceived as a little bit stronger teams and better teams than than maybe some of their wins that people would hold up to. So, you know, look, the NFL is a week-to-week league, so I don't know how much stock you put into all that. But the idea is we still think it's a really good matchup and, you know, anchored and and centered right around New York, you know, retail capital maybe of the world to play in a day that's going to have a lot of retail themes to it. There's a lot I think we can do adjacent to that. So uh, we're super excited about, you know, what the Dolphins coming to the Jets is going to be on on Friday. And, you know, again, we, we can only set up so much. And then at some point it's the game itself, but we're hopeful that it's going to be a great one. I think it's pretty cool because a couple years ago they debuted the Nickelodeon game and that was a huge success. And it was like, here's something that's a little outside the box that you might not be typically used to as an NFL fan. And, oh, wait, we love it. This year the Falcons-Jaguars on the Toy Story broadcast, which – a different audience, very well received. People loved it. Now you have this Black Friday. They, like, is there a group here within your group of media colleagues at the league office who are just constantly throwing things at the wall saying, hey, what if we considered this? What if we considered that? I feel like that's a cool ideation process of we have the game. We know it's amazing. Who else can we reach? How else can we reach them? And in what avenues can we do it? Yeah, look, I, I think the benefit we have is we have a super talented team, not only directly in the broadcast and media group and and the ideas that get generated from that crew. But across the league, people aren't afraid to throw ideas at us. I mean, it's one of the things Commissioner really, uh, one of his management and leadership styles is constantly about innovation and evolution and pushing forward. It's it's not so much what we've done, it's what we can do and what's ahead of us. And you, you sense that around here. And there is, you know, we want to be smart. Uh, we want to be smart and we want to be thoughtful in where we experiment and how we push um, so a lot of work goes into the evaluation and, and ultimately the execution of those ideas. But, you know, it just doesn't stop there. We have great partners. Um, you know, our partners bring us ideas. Our partners push us on, hey, can we do this? Hey, can we do that? And we love that. We love that. And, and you know, other people, I think you've thrown a few ideas yeah, to us I've over got, the years. Yeah, don't be shy there. I know. Like, you know, I've got ideas. About different ideas. So, um, you know, a lot a lot of the work ultimately is the prioritization. So what here is really going to break through and the learnings we get out of it to make sure you're really disciplined that over time you're not doing something to do something, you're doing something to have an impact. And that's what we've seen. And you mentioned a couple of those all broadcasts. Certainly we love what we've done with Nick. We love the Toy Story. We love what, you know, I think the Manning cast have really grown. We love what Amazon's doing with Prime Vision and that deeper that football-centric cool. predictive elements, you know, bringing some AI and really inside the game and even going to the All-22. I thought the LeBron, awesome the LeBron cast was cool. LeBron, LeBron's great. But, you know, it's not just some of that stuff catches more of the attention. Some of the stuff we're doing just to make the game more available to different parts of our audience. You know, our Spanish language broadcasts, especially as we add more Spanish broadcast distribution on Telemundo, ultimately now with Univision this year on Super Bowl uh, with CBS, and making sure we're giving our fans on the screen they want, the, the experience they want. That's really important to us. And, you know, there's some inertia to overcome. There's some ways that, yeah, hey, we've been doing this for a long time, that you got to break through a little bit. But we're really excited in the growth and the ways that people can now engage our, with our content, what you've seen just with the launch of NFL Plus, mm-hmm. of taking network now where people can watch you guys on any screen, anytime, any place, or at Red Zone and Scott, or what YouTube's done with Sunday Ticket. 
you know, it's a world that that we all live in and see it every day that just if you're a media consumer, you know how patterns and habits are changing. And so we got to change with it. And, and at times we can actually use our content to drive that change, which is exciting. One of the other cool things that you guys have really leaned into the last few years, and I commend you for it, is the complimentary stuff. Now, obviously we have the alt cast, but I'm talking partnering with Netflix and a show that was the number one show this summer. I, I've told this story before. I was on a flight to LA and there is a, a young woman with three kids and she's got her ear pods in and she's watching Marcus Mariota on the quarterback and she's tending to the three kids, but I don't, maybe she's a diehard football fan. Maybe she's not. Maybe it's because it's the number one trending thing on Netflix. And she's like, what is this? I'll click on this and learn more about Mahomes and cousins. But between that and then I see the the press release about a Skydance documentary with Jerry Jones, and I know that's in the works right now. It feels like the NFL is, okay, we've got our game and we're not going to touch it and it's going to be pure, but there are other extensions we can do and we're going to we're gonna try. We're going to go for it. Yeah, there's so many great stories to tell out there. Ross Ketover and Keith and, and Pat and the films team do such a, Jess, do such a great job, but I don't think, you know, we just can't do all of them. So we have this new partnership with Skydance that I think you'll start to see really over the next couple of years accelerate the amount of 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 great content we're able to produce about the NFL and all other sports. You know, the goal there is to be the ultimate sports studio across media. And I think they're on their their way to do that. And you're right. Like, we're just starting to scratch the surface. And some of these other forms, non-game stuff, or, you know, like – like quarterback getting onto those platforms where we know our fans are spending those times. Sometimes, you know, it's about taking something like the Toy Story game. That was available in 95 countries around right? the yeah, world. I wouldn't so even like, know that, yeah. Right, and, and trying to get people to experience football in a different way, you know, and, and sometimes about going up beyond different parts of the game, like flag football now is a high school sport for uh, women in 10 states, I think, around the country. And, and it's, it's going to double. Sport. And it continues to grow at astronomical rates. It's going to be in the Olympics in 2028. And so how can we cover that more? You know, more people playing football is a great thing. It's active. It's athletic. It learns how to be a team. It's the life lessons you learn. So how can we help drive that? Like it just gets so wide so quick in such an exciting way. And a lot of this means we're going to have some partners that are, that aren't our traditional partners. I mean, you know, and, and the fun part in my 22 years at the league is generally, you know, We've added partners because people, once they're in the NFL business, they want to stay in the NFL business. And and we find ways, there's different ways we can slice our rights, cut our rights to make sure that people that want to stay, and most do, just given the uniqueness and the value, I think, us, but also our partners. It's really important to have partners that, you know, are happy partners that are that are feeling like they're able to participate in, in the engagement, the excitement, and the value creation around the product uh, that they do, um, which is awesome. And look, a lot of it we should just talk and take a step back what the game itself is just awesome still yeah you know i mean even with you know the number of close games you know field goal well, finishes the good. Like, Andre, it's I whatever think, i think on a tv like i'm always in la for fox's pregame on sundays and i fly back on jet blue and they have the games on the screen and every single screen on the flight back whether it be man woman child whoever it's nfl football and it's because it's great as a TV product as well. I think it lends itself to the TV product as much as any other sport, and the ratings bear that out. Yeah, and look, I mean, you know, it's it's always tough, and you obviously get a little bit bumped when you see a Burrow go down or, a, you know, a, a Aaron Rodgers. But, you know, to see some of these others, the C.J. Stroud story is just incredible. Sure. To see what Brock Purdy's doing. Look at Josh Dobbs. Again, Josh Dobbs, like, you know, it's the fun part is the game and the excitement on the game. 
allows these stories to evolve and allows these players to step up. And it's just amazing. It's just awesome every week. Like yeah, the, the season's funny. You look down and you you can't believe you're already into week 12. Yeah. It feels like we're you're here. in week four and we're here. We're it's end of November and we're almost in the stretch of the playoffs. From a macro standpoint, they, all the articles and the trades would say that, you know, sport uh, TV is dying and there's a Hollywood strike and it, but the football ratings remain pretty good and pretty robust and, Baseball's trying to figure out innovative ways to change their game, and basketball's doing an in-season tournament. Football's ratings, is there a, I don't want to say is there a pride, but is there sort of a, we're the biggest show in town feeling here, or do you guys keep yourselves grounded and say, hey, that can all go away in a second. We got to stay and just treat this as if we're just a small town team trying to get into the game. Yeah, it's, it's definitely more the latter. Like, you know, it, it's a constant view of, of, Paranoid would be too strong a word. You know, there's a quote out there, only the paranoid survive. I, I'm not sure it's paranoid, but there is a hyper-focus. Again, I go back all the way and 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 from the commissioner on down and Brian, uh, who leads all of media and business for us, you know, pushes on it. And just there's an ethos to how can we continue to innovate? How can we continue to evolve? And the product's great today, but there have to be ways we can we can mm-hmm. make it better. And some stuff's very visible. Some stuff you see, some you don't. You know, a few years ago, we made did a bunch of research. We used to have five breaks in a quarter, and that felt like a lot of commercials. That's people interesting. hated when we did it. You know, people may remember what we call the old double up, where there's a Score, touchdown, commercial, took a commercial, came kickoff, back, kickoff, commercial. commercial. Yeah. You know, that used to happen. That used to happen a lot throughout the year. And we found, we did a bunch of research, and we found our fans wanted less commercial breaks, but they didn't mind if they were slightly longer. Yeah. And so we went from a two-minute break to a 220, and we took f- five down to four. And it's really benefited the game, um, all the way up to the Super Bowl and the flexibility. Now we're working with our partners and sort of we're able to slide breaks between quarters. So if there's a natural opportunity, a lot of scoring in one quarter, that's natural downtime. How can we take a break there again? Hmm. It gets back to what's the best viewing experience. And by the way, not just for watching at home, but in the stadium too. The stadium's still the best place to see a game. You go to a game Agreed. as a pure fan, the excitement, the vibrancy, it's the drama, the pageant, it's just amazing. But nobody wants to stand around there either. So like, all those little things that may not catch as much of the attention, how can we continue to make it better? How can we continue to iterate? We're going to keep doing it, you know, and, and you know, we're, we're fortunate to have such a great game, great players, great athletes, great coaches to work around. And so our job is just, you know, how do we continue to, to make it better? You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. 
kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Your story, real quick. I find it cool. You just said 22 years of the league, and... Kind of an unorthodox path. You were working in Sydney, Australia at one point, and you made the jump to go from finance, I would imagine. It was in that world or insurance, you tell me. It was not in football, right? Yeah, no. So, you know, it's funny. I was the son of a coach. My dad coached at West Point at a fascinating time in the 60s. Paul Dietzel was the head coach who had won a national title at LSU. Then uh, had Bill Parcells. Well, one time you lived in a triplex with Bill Parcells on one side and Bobby Knight on the other. But there's a cradle, cradle of coaches with Ken Hatfield sure. and Bill Battle and whatever. He then went to be the head coach of the Coast Guard Academy, where his AD was Otto Graham. <laughs> then he came back to West Point uh, in the 70s, was there with uh, you know with a number of other great coaches, with a basketball coach named Coach Krzyzewski and otherwise sure. so too. And then ended up working for years for a coach he coached with, Bill Battle, in, in retail licensing and apparel. So I was an athlete, played in, in football, had a fortune of playing up through Princeton. And I always loved sports. I always was consumed by it. I did start my career off uh, in investment banking, sort of followed many of the others mm-hmm. at school down that path, and it was a remarkable way to, to to break into the professional world. Incredible experience, learned a ton, got to travel as an athlete, didn't get to go overseas in college, so went over to Sydney for a while. Just incredible. Then went to an internet company during the first bubble in 2000, 2001, Ask Jeeves, now Ask.com. And rather randomly, a guy had left the NFL and went to work at a small startup uh, investment firm with a friend who I met in Australia and said, the NFL is looking for somebody. And, you know, at that time, it was really much more of a league. There wasn't that much turnover, that many new spots. And, you know, just so happened, I was able to to, to get the, to get the job. And, you know, I always wanted to be in a, in a career where I could read the sports section first every morning. And, <laughs> and that was that was my job rather yeah. than the business section. Now I read both, but, uh, but so yeah, it's been great. It was 22 years, got to spend the first four or five working in all different parts of the league, international to our stadium construction program, to revenue sharing, 
but always with media as a part of that. And then got asked in 2005 to come over and work in the media business, help lead our deals uh, and our strategy, and then also incubate a bunch of different digital businesses. So uh, over that time, and then now, whatever that is, 17 years later, 18 years later, sort of in the role, get to still do and and work on things that are fun and enjoyable and a passion. You know, if you What's the saying? If you find something you're passionate about, you never work a day, yeah. another day in your life. So I'm not sure that's exactly true. You know, we still work pretty hard around no. here, but it, it is fun to work on something you really love. So and yeah. you work with great people and great people, you know, that's a fun thing around here. And just as the job and the roles have, have grown both with in and across the league and as well as, you know, with our partners, just continuing to meet such great people and people that push you and people that challenge you. Um but also create something, create something that is meaningful and has an impact and you care about. It's really, really fun. Nick Casario, the GM of the Texans, was my guest two weeks ago. Drew Petzing, the offensive coordinator of the Cardinals, my guess. Nick was working for, I think, Merrill Lynch. Drew, after, was also, he was working in finance and something happened. He got an opportunity and he jumped at it and they said, we're sports people, we love it. And we jumped. Your leap. I mean, that had to be a bold leap going from investment banking to saying, hey, Ask Jeeves, great, the internet. I'm going to go work for the for the Shield. I mean, I can only imagine the courage it took to jump and do that, but the excitement as well. Yeah, and it, look, it was it was fun. It was different, and it was certainly a different track than many of my peers were taking. Um, but again, I think if you, if you stay with it and it's something you love and you, you invest yourself in it, like the rest sort of takes care of itself. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's been a good run. It's been really fun. I've been very, very fortunate, fortunate to work for great people, work with great people, and fun that 22 years in, it's still something that, you know, we're watching the, you know, the games over the weekend and every game you're thinking about, okay, what else was on the schedule? Is that game still yeah. going to, should that game still be in that window or that window? Or, hey, I saw this. Hey, we can do this better. Like, and the team's awesome. You know, the team, especially the broadcast team that I work with most closely day to day now, like those guys are just every minute, they're always looking, hey, what can we do better? Um, how can we get, make the experience of viewing better? And so that's been a lot of fun. Couple rapid fire as we wrap this up. And this has been awesome. Who do you hear from more when it comes to complaints and whining? The broadcast networks or the owners? Really neither. Okay. I would um, think like, why aren't we getting this? Why are you, how could you not give us this prime time or the broadcasting? How did you give us this team in that game when the other guy, I feel like that has to be, you're the person they call to just complain and whine to. No. You know, <laughs> look, I, I think first of all, and, and Mike North does an incredible job on both sides, on the scheduling side itself, which is really your question is the core scheduling. Yeah. Managing and sort of setting. There's very few surprises okay. by people when they get their final There's been schedule. a lot of conversations that lead to that final schedule review. And look, this year was another year. I mean, most years it's the case. We had five really happy partners, six with NFL Media and NFL Networks games. That Was it perfect for everybody? No, they probably wished maybe they got one thing, or sure. one, but they were all super excited about their schedules and proactively reached out, which they don't do. And that's just that actually makes you feel good. Obviously, the games need to play out like you think they do. And then on the club and the ownership side, like, again, we we put so much work into it. We It takes a village. It's not just the media and the broadcasting. We put Don Aponte in yeah. from football. Hey, is this a challenge to put a team in a – road here, then back at home, then road there. Like all those things we we changed. The ownerships have been incredibly um, flexible and continuing to evolve to give us more tools and more flexibility. Do some clubs have some things in their schedules that when they finally see it, they don't love? Absolutely. It's never perfect. And we feel that. We own it. And we feel terrible when when we hear that. But 
I think, you know, those hopefully are, are much more the exception than the rule. They definitely exist. And there's definitely things that we learn from and we follow it away for next year and say, hey, and look, we've already learned, like this is the first year of completely new media deals and TV deals and with a new format. You know, the away team the no AFC, longer dictates NFC, yeah. what goes into what package. And that gave us a lot of flexibility as we went into the year, but we've already learned a lot yeah. going into that. Um, and we've learned about some things we may do a little bit differently next time um, already, halfway through the year of year one. And so that's sort of what makes the job exciting is you sort of never have it all figured out. There's always something more to think about and crack. You're at all the NFL events. You broadcast a lot of these. You guys are partners with them. Now, obviously, the Super Bowl is the coup de, the coup de gras. It's everyone. It's hundreds of millions of people watching. I'm a fan of day three of the draft. Like, that's my thing. Other people love the combine. Other people love kickoff week and how we get that thing going. Hans Schroeder, what is something that maybe isn't the headline, but something, an event on the NFL schedule that you love being a part of or that you love seeing executed on television? Well, you hit on it. I mean, like, I, I love the draft because I, I, I love college football, right? I love football at all levels. I, you know, I love college football. I remember watching A.J. Green play on like an ESPN high school uh, Labor Day weekend tournament when he was in high school in South Carolina. So like, I, I love football at all levels. I love the draft. I think the draft is, you know, three days of just pure football immersion and the coverage awesome. you guys give to me is exciting. And it's also, it's exciting for all 32. Mm -hmm. Like it's a unique thing in that all 32 have reasons to be excited and cover it. Doesn't mean the Super Bowl is not the pinnacle and amazing, right? But I look, I think there's some things that, that, we have ahead of us. I think we can do more with the schedule release. Like everybody knows it, but really the schedule is such a fun point in time. And sort of there's so much that drives people's lives, what road trips they're doing, you know, when they're home games, when they're going to have the big tailgates and otherwise. I think there's more we can do to celebrate that moment and lift that up a little bit. I think that whole free agency period now and sort of we, there's more we can build there in that offseason. And then on the non-NFL level, I think we're going to do some stuff on the flag side That's that cool. I think really build something that – establishes more of a sort of national championship type thing uh, in in the summer months that I think will be really cool and capture some of that excitement for flag uh, that's out there and that's building in a more meaningful way. That's but, interesting. Uh, but yeah, no, I I, I, I love, but the art of it, I love the draft. That's my personal yeah, favorite. But too. it's already, we already did a great job and just how can we make it bigger? Last question, and I ask this to every guest. It's always the final question. Um, and I asked it to everyone from McVeigh to Dan Patrick a couple of weeks ago. Um, you're in an elevator at the Combine. Young guy comes up, ill-fitting suit, has a manila folder in his hand, and he's got his resume, and you've got 10 floors together. And he says, do you have just 20 seconds of advice? You have my dream job. What would you tell me to do? I'm a 22-year-old gal or guy, and I'd love to do what you do someday. What would be your advice to that person? I'd say just keep at it and look at any inevity avenue to get into sports. I mean, sports is a community, which is the great part is it's growing leaps and bounds. When I started, there was much more limited opportunities. Now, between the extension of media and agencies and sponsorship and NIL in college and otherwise, the sports marketplace and the sports uh, business uh, arena has just gotten so big. And if you're passionate and you want to do it, there's a job out there. There's a job out there for you and just stay at it and be persistent. You know, I, when I, before I took the job at the internet company, I came back in finance and I applied to the league. I applied to all, uh, the clubs in the, all the NFL clubs in the league. I think I applied to baseball, a number of baseball teams, the NBA and got rejected across all of them. Every single one of them, right? Like it know, happened. And then. didn't even like get an interview or anything. It was just sort of a form letter back. Right. 
um, in different time and place. And so, but keep persisting. Look for your opportunities. Keep developing your resume, developing your skill set, and stay at it. There's a role out there. There's an opportunity. You know, chase it. Just and you know, if you like sports, getting your foot in the door in sports. And then once you're in sports, it's a lot easier to sort of move within that within that community. But stay at it if you love it. You're passionate about it. Again, if you keep at it the rest will take care of itself. So that's awesome advice. Um, Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern is the actual game, but I imagine Amazon is going from like noon on. I'm sure they're 30, 1.30, 1.30, start with the pregame, roll pre-game. right into it, uh, 3 o'clock. And tick. is it true that it's not just on Amazon? Someone told me that it's like, I was listening somewhere that you can watch it anywhere. So one of the things we wanted to do, especially with this new window, most of the games are principally within Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah. This is available for free across Amazon. Got so it. if you go to the website, Got it. go to the app, you don't need to all get all the way into Prime. You may need to register otherwise based on how their app works. But on the website and otherwise, it'll be free. It'll be streaming Great. there. Still be over over the air in, in the home markets of the two teams too. Just that's really important to us and continues to be. But uh, yeah, you've probably seen a lot of the Rolling Stones painted black already. <laughs> a a great, great tune from back in the day, but fits right in. And you know, it's 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 exciting. It's you know, that's one of the fun things when you're here a while and you can do something new and and be you know build something new. And again, it's taken a lot of different people from all across the league to do that. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. And hopefully a lot of people are finding time amongst their busy, busy Fridays to watch watch the game, get some of the unique deals that are going to be part of the game that Amazon will have for you and, and enjoy some more NFL football. Start your week Thursday morning, good morning football, and end it on the final snap of Vikings-Bears. I think that sounds like a great plan for the NFL. Hey, look, my, my wife will tell many of our friends that I'm the, I have the best job in the world, that I can literally tell her I have to watch football for my job. So I, I hear the that ultimate. a lot, but yeah. I, it's partially true. It so, is, you it know, it does give me some cover for this weekend, although there's still time for dishes and other things on <laughs> Thursday afternoon. So, but anyways, my man, thank you for having me. This was Love awesome. It. Have a great Thanksgiving. Dude, so good. Hans Schroeder, NFL. Uh, this is an awesome conversation, and I love doing it in person. Thanks for letting us in your office. Uh, anytime, my man. Beautiful. We'll see you soon. The season with Peter Schrager delivering results presented by Uber Eats. Guys, it is time to give our sponsors some love. And each week I give a uh, winner of the Delivering Results Award. And this week... I'm going to go with Josh Allen. I felt like there was a lot of doubt and a lot of, I don't know, angst in the air. And I felt like Josh Allen going 275 through the air and three touchdowns on offense and finding his guys and just showing the Josh Allen of old deserves some recognition. Uh, Game balls galore this week. You can give them to a million people. But as far as delivering results, which quarterback needed a performance like that most? It was Josh Allen. That was Delivering Results presented by Uber Eats, where you can get almost, almost anything. The official on-demand delivery partner of the NFL order now. All right, everybody. Um, have an amazing Thanksgiving. I am very grateful for a lot of things. One of them is the the growth of this show and uh, the audience reaction. Really grateful that you guys listen. I'm grateful for you, Aaron. I'm grateful for you, Jason. I'm grateful for the team that puts this thing together. It's a season with Peter Schrager. And I'm really grateful that after Thursday's Good Morning Football show, I can go home. I could sit on the couch. I can start a little drinky drinky. I can have a little foodie foodie. I'll probably have a nap during one of the games. Wake up Friday, go to work, and then this is my big reveal. I'll be at that game. I'm taking my son Mel. We're going to our first game together. I'm gonna go to the Jets game. I have to I have a lot of anxiety about traffic situations and parking. Hans didn't talk about this in the uh, process, but there's a lot of American mall. What's it called? The Great American, American Mall. American Dream. 
I haven't been in a shopping mall. I'm such a city guy now. I haven't been in a shopping mall in 10 years and I'm fearful of parking at a shopping mall situation. I don't, Aaron, are you following this parking situation that, that everyone, anytime I tell anyone I'm going, like, oh, the, the American Dream Mall, though, the parking. I said it to Sean O'Hara. Like, I'm like, I'm going to the game on Friday, super excited. And Sean O'Hara is like, did you, did you consider the mall? <laughs> The hell? I, I feel like once I moved to New York, I was done like, with the I mall. I took myself out of both malls and parking lots. Um, You're not involved with malls or parking yeah, lots, nor yeah. am I. Yet, if there is a cheesecake factory within a stone's throw, I will be there. <laughs> if there is a Sephora, my wife will find it. So I'm not anti mall. I love Auntie Anne's. I love the Sweet Factory. I love all these. Sweet Factory still a thing? Did you have I, that when you were I have never even heard of Have you of heard of Sweet Factory? factory? That's, what is can, that? that's the old candy pick em place. Um, I'm biased to the Freehold Raceway Mall in Freehold, New Jersey, which, by the way, had an amazing arcade called Time Out. Uh, if you've ever been, fantastic. NBA Jam and the whole thing. Mortal um, Kombat, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mortal Kombat, yeah. all that stuff. Uh, long story short, I'm taking my son. Uh, I'm hoping it's an amazing experience. And if it's not, trust me, I'll be the first one to tell you on Tuesday when we record the podcast. Um, my wife is coming as well. I just don't want to get in a fight. Like that's all it is. So like, hopefully the traffic's okay, and hopefully, and I didn't mean a fight with like the fans. Like, no, I don't. I'm not oh. getting any parking. No, there will be no <laughs> parking some, lot. Some angry I Jets no, fans no, no, fighting Schrager. There will the be stands. no parking lot. I'm talking about <laughs> one of those passive aggressive fights with my wife, where we're driving in and we're in an hour's worth of traffic, and people are honking, and she's just quiet and saying, "What? We couldn't have done this from the couch." I get that. I know. I already am anticipating. Um, until next week. This is awesome. Aaron, Jason, everyone back on the West Coast. Thanks for listening. And guys, have a good Thanksgiving. The Season with Peter Schrager is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.